0: indeed. Hello and welcome. Less Than Jays is here again. It is a beautiful, not beautiful, it was beautiful on the weekend. It, it's, it's mid-May. We've, we've hit the mid-May part of the schedule. Uh, we've had a lot of baseball. We're, I think, I feel like we're, we're on an up curve. I feel like we've recorded this Sunday night or Monday before the first game of the Mariners series versus now, 7 p.m. on Tuesday, after the first game of the Mariners series. I think we're probably feeling um, a little bit better because last week was not a great week. You know, you you play in Tropicana Field over the weekend. You're just like, ah, this is not for me. Maybe I don't, maybe I don't like watching baseball after all.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty uh, upset with myself at how big a mark I am. Took one game for every opinion I have about the team to immediately become irrelevant.
0: Sure, sure, and also two games in the Bronx last week. Um, not the most fun week for uh, aesthetic thoughts about stadiums that you're playing in on the road, that's for sure, because <laughs> there's a lot of talk this week about the uh, the porch in New York, and a lot of talk. Well, not a lot of talk. I go into a state of, like, as I just said, it, it makes me doubt my own love of baseball to watch the Blue Jays play in Tropicana Field. Everything that can go wrong... Goes wrong, the, the, the I I was actually thinking about this over the weekend, and we'll get over the a little bit better, different later, later on. But like, just thinking about being a ta- like, what if what if our same age, Jake? Think about this. You think about this. If you we are the same age that we are now, except you grew up as a fan of just Tampa Bay sports, you would have <laughs> basically almost every year of your life, one of the teams in your city is basically championship level or very good. Uh, a bunch of different championships across different sports. Not many years where at least one of them wasn't interesting. Uh, aside from the living in Florida thing, man, they don't have any of the of the Boston reputation. They don't have any of the like front running reputation because nobody really thinks about them. But if you're a, if you're a thirty mid thirties early thirties Tampa sports fan, God, what would what would your life even be like, Jake? What would it even be like?
1: It's pretty wild, isn't it? Of like of all the cities that you're like.
0: Never-ending. And sometimes all three at once. Yeah. Like this year.
1: Who's the third?
0: Uh, well, the you, have, you have yeah, football. you have the, right. the Buccaneers winning championships since like, they had that one in the early 2000s. And then you get Tom Brady.
1: That's right. I always forget that he plays in Tampa Bay.
0: And the beauty of it, Jake, the best part of this, I was thinking about this. I can tell I put some thought into this. The best part of this is seemingly all these fans... Happily, if the team's not good, they go, eh, whatever, I won't watch.
1: Yeah, they just don't know because it's sunny out all the time. Amazing.
0: Isn't that, isn't that amazing you to think about instead of, like,
1: oh, <laughs> instead of
0: grinding out the, like, the 77-win like, baseball team because there's nothing else that brings you joy because every other team in the, in, the ci- in the city is terrible. For years, in the cold, in the winter, you just like, yeah, I don't really care. And then, and then some year you're like, oh, hockey seems interesting. And then the fucking lightning are good for eight years in a row and win yeah. back-to-back cups.
1: And you have your parade on like the water because you can.
0: <laughs> Incredible. And then I was thinking, Jake, I, I was thinking about what if we were a raised podcast instead, right? And I, I mean, I was,
1: I'm pretty happy we're not. I'm gonna be honest.
0: Sure, sure. But like, man, off-season review episode. I was like, say, I'm pretty you know, sure well, that you, we'd, we'd yeah. be
1: more successful if we were a raised podcast. I, I agree, like I agree. I feel holy. like we'd really corner the market.
0: Holy! I agree. We'd be killing it if we were a Rays podcast. R- killing it, Although man, oh man.
1: It's Floridians. So they probably wouldn't like our opinions on most things outside of baseball.
0: Well, it, it depends. Yeah, it obviously it's an audience size thing. So like we would we would probably be comparatively would we be more popular in the Tampa market than we are in the Toronto market? Yeah, probably I
1: think per capita. I guess. But
0: our standing among Blue Jays podcasts however meager as it may be, that same pace in the Tampa podcast market, you you understand. It's probably like, yeah. Anyway, that being said, man, oh man, you do a race podcast, your off-season review, you're like, okay, this this off-season we traded away the number one pitcher and the leading home run hitter. Uh, I'm going to give the uh, offseason an A-plus and predict 99 wins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> doesn't matter. What the, it, you could Every analysis of every move is just like, yeah, it'll probably work.
0: Seems like they got a steal here. I don't know who the guy they got in. And uh, <laughs> I've been cheering for the other guy for three years uh, and I love him.
1: Be, I bet <laughs> he'll be great, though. I bet in two years he'll be the best pitcher in the league.
0: Like boy, it, pretty incredible, pretty incredible. you be like, if you were a Blue Jays fan, you'd be looking at right now. You'd be looking at well, they they would trade Teoscar basically immediately, right? They, they would have traded Teoscar in the last off season because it's like we have <laughs> well, this good 20, young team. We're, we're underpaying. Get, yeah. get him out of here. Well, he's he's, he's one more arb here, and then he's out of here. <laughs> no, you, you never get more value for him than you Well, right now that is what it th- would be like.
1: I tell you this: if we were a Rays podcast, or they were the Blue Jays were the Rays. Uh, every, like, Trent Thornton's arm would just be dust and he would well, the pile.
0: or, I mean, or alternatively, right? It would be like, like, Barucki would be the best pitcher in the world somehow. Right,
1: but right. only for a year, and then his arm would explode. Absolutely. And then they'd be like, well, we'll find Doesn't
0: matter. They, they call up a guy we, we never heard of from Double yeah. A who throws 100, and he throws a slider, <laughs> and like, oh. Okay, and they are like, who's this guy? And it's like, oh, remember when we uh, traded our best pitcher last year when we thought we were going all in? I'm glad this is, glad we this is where we
1: started because I feel like yeah. after a weekend against the Rays, it's what's needed. And a thing I noticed watching the Blue Jays play the Rays this weekend is obviously, obviously, the deep-seated, like, oh, I fucking hate you Guttural is reserved for the Yankees and Red Sox. However, while that is still true, and I will probably never hate baseball teams more than I hate the Yankees and Red Sox. There is a part of me, when you're watching the Rays and you're watching some guy you've never heard of just decimate your lineup, that I just, I hate them. I hate playing the Rays And that, you know, you want to talk about all the, the Yankee Stadium talk and about building architecture. Going and playing in the Trop is a nightmare every time.
0: Yeah. It's the Ryan Yarbros for me. Yeah, it's, exa- exactly. He's pitching, and you're like, is the radar gun reading below 70 miles? Like, what's going on here? And his <laughs> numbers are like 6.4, and you're like, okay, cannot throw at all and has a huge ERA. Don't understand why he's in the league. And then he always, it's always four innings against the Jays, and they give, he gives up one run. And you're like, what's, <laughs> what is this place? Uh, I'm with you. And I, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a weird person. I understand. Uh, I hate the Rays as much as I hate the Red Sox, and more than I hate the Yankees. I know that seems weird. I get
1: it. I get it. I I, I can't. I can't. I say find that the Yankees
0: affable in a way. It's almost like fun to me to have the Yankees. Right? It's like it's it's sort of fun to have the like evil empire like have won all the championships, talk the most shit. Uh, somehow always end up in the mix Even no matter how bad we think the team is They like they're 500 or better every year That like our adult lives basically Are like always in the mix and you sort of have to conquer them I like that I hate the Red Sox and I hate the Rays I hate the Rays It's not yeah, fair the they, way the, the Rays just, do it It's not fair
1: I hate them in a way that it's different Than how I hate the Red Sox and Yankees Right Because the Red Sox and Yankees I feel like is Like a ha- not ha- 30, no Seventy percent of it is their fans, okay. And like just like the Yankees Red Sox experience, right? And they insist
0: upon each other, sort of. Yes, to, yes, yeah.
1: exactly. And then there's like half, half of the remaining whatever percent is just like the historical hatred. You're brought up to hate the Red Sox and Yankees. They've they've won so much, and then a bunch of it is also like jealousy of the fact that like absolutely they, they can sign anybody they want at any time, and. They win all the time and all that. With the Rays, though, it's just, like I have no opinion on Tampa Bay fans yeah. at all. And so See, the this o- is, yeah. it, it's all the on-field product, and it's all the way they do it. And I guess it's also a bit of jealousy, but only in the sense of, like, like I think the way the Rays have gone about the last, whatever, 15, 10, 15 years is actively bad for the sport. At the same time, I wish we did it all the right. time. Right.
0: All three of those teams sort of represent the Blue Jays in a way that it's like the the Rays represent a way that like the Jays should have this alternative way to win without spending like the other two teams. But also the Jays are the size of the other. Like they should be able to spend with the Yankees and Red Sox and they should be able to get it done without the resources like the Rays. They're sort of all three teams represent different things to resent with the Blue Jays. I'll just add um, to your great points there. I think the reason, as you're laying it out, I think it sort of came to me. The reason I dislike the Red Sox and the Rays even more is just as you were saying, like, the reputation that the Red Sox win all the time and consign anybody, it's like... <laughs> Not even like at least they haven't even run to one to the like, you know, I mean, they're bad recently as often as they've been good. They were fifth two years ago, they're they're fourth right now, they were third in 2019, fifth in 2015, 2014. Like, as recently as the Jays have been terrible, the Red Sox have been more terrible more often. They just happen to win the World Series when they're on the way up. Um, I hate the Red Sox for that because they're supposed to, they they like, I hate, I hate the Red Sox for that, um, because they're. They really yo-yo. At least the Yankees have all the rings, and at least the Yankees sort of like consistently represent this like uh, obstacle. And then the Rays, I just I can't I, for everything you just said. I just can't stand it. I can't stand it every every time. The atmosphere, the the place. At least the Yankees and Red Sox. As much as you hate the fans, and you said that, um, at least there are the passionate fans. The 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 Rays. Yeah. You're just you're just like what's even the point of this? Like why even? What are you even doing? Um, although they did, did draw twenty thousand this year. I was saying I, I was a. You know, the hypothetical kid I described off the top, I bet I would love the Tampa Bay Rays if I was a Tampa sports fan. But as you said.
1: I I think absolutely. And I think.
0: You'd also be going outside whenever you wanted to.
1: Yeah, I think it's a different mindset living in a city where, like, weather is nice all the time.
0: And you're in, you know, you're in Florida. um, And you are, you know, the people in the United States care about college basketball and college football. There's things that they would care about that you'd be like, oh, I totally forgot that that's a thing people care about.
1: Yeah, and it just doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Golf, racing, like there's so much stuff that goes on down there all year long. God. and then Yeah, also the weather's also, way better all the time. Anyway.
1: And then also the, just the chaos and, you know, disease. Of course. And-
0: yeah, they don't get to live in the utopia that is Ontario. I, I understand.
1: <laughs> hey, no, no, you're right. You're right. They're, they're
0: both bad. You're absolutely correct. At least it's, at least it's gorgeous here uh, some of the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh boy uh yeah so listen obviously we're feeling spicy coming in feeling very spicy right th- right to the 10 minutes of baseball talk gotta love that um but, uh, pup was in town I, I had the i had the pup fomo this week jake
1: oh yeah i guess that makes sense
0: i had the pup fomo and i had dome opener back to back Dome, nights. yeah as
1: soon literally the second yesterday i saw that the dome was open i sent a message to a group chat we have and i was like dome's open yeah, it's I'm
0: like, too. ooh, that's a different That's different than sitting there and yeah. you know, driving in in an April and seeing them and being like, yeah, okay.
1: I'm hoping we get uh, some nice weather this weekend so I can get over there for a game for the first time this year.
0: We had our anniversary as well this week. so
1: Oh, congrats.
0: Um, yeah, we had we had one month from the baby on the 15th. Oh, no,
1: you, you don't say congrats. You say happy anniversary.
0: It's true. We had two years married, seven years together uh, as of yesterday. That's wild isn't it isn't it crazy how fast that two years
1: wow that's been yes
0: married in 2020 man we're still in this shit woo crazy huh
1: yeah that, like truly that is that blows my mind
0: um yeah very nice we got to we ate, di- we ate we ate dinner that's sort of the thing we did <laughs> hey that's
1: basically all anything is now
0: yeah that's eat true. dinner
1: eat dinner have a nice time we're not going out partying
0: Oh boy! Washed up people hearing this and go, Jesus Christ! They saying themselves, kids, you know, teenagers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, it's,
1: they scare me.
0: Yeah, and they love they love baseball podcast with Scott tie tie-ins in the titles. That's sort of their whole thing. Teens, <laughs> teens these days
1: How about baseball as well.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Local Blue Jays baseball podcast about uh, a it's guy who's kids, a dad.
1: It's what the kids want. Yeah,
0: a guy who's a dad, and his his buddy who uh, doesn't like to do anything.
1: <laughs> I like to do stuff sometimes.
0: I'm just yeah, we're good, we're good for a couple things a month, and that's yeah, cool.
1: yeah, yeah. I've been to Canada's Wonderland this year.
0: Pretty that is pretty sick. How many teenagers out there can say that? If you've been to Canada's Wonderland, let us know. Uh, <laughs> send us <some> a. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Oh boy, uh, excellent! That's it. We're uh, we're. I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna dive a little more into this into this Blue Jays baseball talk because uh, I think we were heating up there before we did. Click through a little curveball um, about the about the, our lives. Ugh, who wants to hear that? And if you want to hear that, it's, it's on the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash <laughs> less than J <laughs> Extra stuff. It's so entertaining. You have no idea. Um, yeah, we got Blue Jays. baseball talk about fucking Drop Field, fucking Yankee Stadium. Fuck. Well Jake, uh, not the sort of week you like if you are a Blue Jays fan, and I know for a fact you are a Blue Jays fan, so I'll say, not the sort of week you like, period. Um, and then some bad stuff like yesterday, even though it was a win against the Mariners, and I'm convinced that this Mariners series is what is going to be what ails them, sort of going to be healed here and the little run they're going to go on, uh, but not a fun, not a super fun week of watching the Blue Jays lose in New York twice and twice in Tampa Bay, that's for damn sure.
1: No, and uh, that New York series had uh, a little bit of everything there. I know you're not a big uh, ump scorecard guy, but it was hard to not get. I don't know if it was because it was the same day as watching the Leafs lose, or what. <laughs> but that uh, I think what was it the two a week ago the Tuesday game where uh, Jimmy Garcia got tossed for absolutely no reason. Right. Uh, hard to not like I, look. I, I agree with you for the majority of the time yeah complaining about umpires is a fool's errand for sure however i do it's becoming so league-wide now that like it's hard to not be like man just like fuck you all <laughs> stupid baseball cops
0: I'm not telling you to like umpires i'm not telling no, you no to. no
1: no 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 i know it's just complaining about it. it's one thing
0: Gotcha. But, uh, you know, and listen, se- if they're throwing out of the se- game, se- you or- know
1: what it is. I don't know if it's just because like I view them as cops, and so I assume it. But like, there's a real arrogance to umpiring For sure. this year that I feel like, outside of maybe Angel Hernandez, uh, it hasn't been there in the past. It's a real like. It's, it's a real like. Oh, you people think we're bad at this? We're gonna be even worse on purpose. <laughs> And then just, like, look at you and be like, yeah, that's like see how you like it, motherfucker.
0: That is sort of my vibe, so it's hard to believe that I don't love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, listen, I'm not telling you to like umpires. And umpires throwing people out of games is a different situation to me all the umpire throwing Jimmy Garcia out is completely different than an umpire just having a bad zone. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, outs being missed, and like the, the, the Vladdy tag is umpire scorecard. It bad tosses umpire scorecard for sure it's the it's the squeezed a couple times thing where i'm just like all right oh well.
1: yeah no i'm with you on that i agree with you that's just it's really hard to call a baseball game
0: anyway infuriating infuriating to also see it happen in yankee stadium where you where you already have the prevailing thought with plenty of evidence to back it up um that the yankees yankee stadium strike zone is absurd i listen that's his tail as old as time right no problem with that
1: yeah and the uh I'm not going to say... uh, That's what I'm looking for. Thoughts that there's rigging going on. Because there's not. But playing the Yankees lends itself to the Yankees get all the calls. As a concept. Because they're the Yankees. Same thing as it should be for any other major team in any sport. That is just sort of how sports fandom works uh and you know as you say yankee stadium itself is a little league ballpark and you add on top of that some umpiring stuff and in the midst of a losing streak and i could see how jay's fans got you know we talked last week about how we didn't understand how people if you were starting to panic we understand but we're not but i could see it last week there's a lot, sure. a lot of things that went wrong outside of just like being bad uh, on the diamond last week that I could see why people were freaking out and talking that the wheels were coming off.
0: However, listen, George Springer goes but, down. I get nervous about that. I'm not. 100. Nothing to apologize for there.
1: And uh, I also agree with you though. I as we sit here, the Jays are up three nothing in the third against the Mariners, and I also think that they're about to go on a nice like. Nine nine wins in ten games run. Uh, also, because they're playing the Mariners right now, and they get the loss while throwing a no hitter, Cincinnati Reds this weekend, <laughs> and which like outstanding stuff. The Reds Love are it. a gift. The Reds are a gift, but uh, you know the Blue Jays have had literally the hardest schedule in all of baseball so far, and from now on to the rest of the season, they have the fourth easiest schedule in the American League from now to the end of the season. The Yankees have played the Orioles like 10 times. We've yet to play them. I'm not saying that there aren't very clear uh, underlying numbers and things going on on the baseball diamond over the last couple weeks that are cause for concern with the Blue Jays, that no matter who you're playing is a cause for concern. However, we, I still think, and again, like you said, thank God we're recording this today and not yesterday, But, you know, we all know how talented this team actually is. And I think as much as it's an athlete cliche, I thought Springer made a good point last week where he was talking about how he called that team meeting and about how they're forcing it and they're pressing and they're not sort of playing their game. And I think there's some merit to that. And I think especially there's merit to that when then you go and play a bunch of bad teams that you should beat and then you do beat. That sort of gets you going. We see it every year. The same thing happened last year. I I think you have to remember, the last time the Blue Jays were 500 was only last season, and they were 35 and 35. And then from then on out, they played a lot better. And I think, as we've talked about again, it's May. Ups and downs. Early baseball is always kind of a crapshoot and doesn't really matter. But I think that they're sort of... I'm not going to say turning a corner because there's too many things... That need to be fixed before you can say they're turning a corner. But I think a good run against some bad teams will do a lot of good.
0: Um, lots of good stuff in there. I think I agree. Uh, not I don't think I agree. I know I agree with with a lot of it. Uh, listen, Spr- Springer goes down hurt. I get nervous. It's not a. It's not. A, you have to. And uh, you know, it, it, yeah. There's some. There's some things as you said, underlying things. I'm very nervous. The uh, how optimistic everyone is sure to be about maize's arm all of a sudden with the inflation <laughs> and uh the non-covid illness luckily from uh romano but you know anytime anybody's pulled out of the bullpen you're all of a sudden you're like oh boy this goes it goes from a great bullpen that we like to like a questionable bullpen to like a bad bullpen in the blink of an eye sometimes these sort of things uh happen that way when when things people get overextended and knocked down up a little bit in the uh, you know rotation in the in the pecking order in the Bullpen things can go sideways quickly, but also some good things to see. Uh was great to see Ryu come back and bounce back and pitch well. Um Kikuchi, we've already got the Pete Walker you say Kikuchi hype train article has already come out. Yeah, Um that's very good. That's positive. Um yeah, I think sort of escaping uh, Tropicana Field with all their fingers and toes intact is sort of the sort of a big <laughs> enough hurdle for me to have cleared. Um, but yeah, it would have been bad. Sunday night would have been bad. Would have been a bad time to talk to me about all this because not wasn't feeling great about it.
1: Who knew that the glue holding this all together was Danny Jansen?
0: Well, I know <laughs> my friend Chris knew, and uh, me as the Danny Jansen breakout season predictor. I uh, feel very good about that. Um, but, uh, you know, what sort of goes back to what you were talking about before. Um, last week, or the week before that, about the sort of the Moreno thing and about, like, being realistic about uh, catchers hitting at all and, and the prospects coming up and hitting. And people adding to this team, Moreno, who I still, still think has zero home runs at Triple like He's like, like, good to be a good hitter, but he's not... You know, he's, he's no at. he's Arelvus, no I guess. Right, it's, it's not Vlade Guerrero Jr. coming up. He's going to be a good hitting catcher. You, know, you look at just how much having Jansen back and and having that catching rotation be solidified with it. Jansen, Kirk, and and, and not having to worry about Heinemann sort of something in, and Collins is your third. And Collins being a guy that continues to be able to be in the lineup uh, sometimes. It, it, it is it is an ad. It's a pretty big ad. It, it, it adds the depth to the lineup every day that you now have one of those three in versus... Uh, ever having like the Heinemann sort of spot in the lineup come up the, trying to avoid the mm-hmm. Vinny Capra sort of up yeah. situations. So it's not major. They don't they don't completely decimate the team, but the difference between Reimeltopia, as we saw in the last month, the difference between Rimeltopia leading off and Reimel Tapia as your fourth outfielder who sometimes hit the eighth. It's a pretty huge gulf.
1: <laughs> and, you know, even Hyunjin Ryu coming back, you know, no disrespect to Ross Stripling, who I thought did an admirable job admirable job filling in and not like Ryu was exactly setting the world on fire uh, to start the year, but you're playing the Rays and he can come in and just sort of settle everything down for a day, you know, that's a... I'd much prefer Ryu on his worst day than Stripling on his best, I think.
0: Yeah, Jake, it's all about extending the depth chart. It's all about, you know, any situation they can sort of add uh, to that. And I would say, I would say, you know, we're approaching mid-May, June around the corner, All-Star break gonna be here before you know it, and it's gonna be deadline time. I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see a little bit of market movement, um, and some rumors at least that the Blue Jays are, are looking to whether it be, you know, if Mesa is a serious thing or they feel any questions all about the bullpen. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they are on the lookout for a, a bullpen arm or they are looking to add to their bench uh, in the next in the next in the coming three weeks. I would say we're to, we're gonna start to get a little bit of the rumors start to cook up.
1: Oh yeah, I think transaction season is coming, uh, coming hard and fast.
0: Because, as you said, with the Reds, there are there are there are we're starting to get the separation, right? The bad teams are starting to emerge. Uh, we're going to start to get a, a wider and wider gulf as to who realizes they do and don't have a chance uh, this season. That always opens up the markets for for the but deals and the movement.
1: Even with all the Blue Jays struggles as they were to start the year and all the sort of hand-wringing I suppose if you will they are still i believe in the second wild card spot
0: i don't expect them to at any point this year not be in well, a not be in a playoff spot they are tied really?
1: how, how am i reading this this can't be right it's confusing
0: i don't i don't think there's going to be a point at this at this year where they're where they're not in that spot or like a game yeah, um, in, in the area, I don't think they're gonna ever really fall off that.
1: And pace. even to your to your point about teams separating themselves as well, even in the AL East, surprisingly, the chasm's already happened.
0: Yeah, you know, Boston's Boston, pretty bad.
1: Boston's seven games under 500. Baltimore is Baltimore. You know, the Detroit and Kansas City are bad. Cleveland's not great. The White Sox are struggling. Seattle's bad. Texas is bad. Oakland's bad. Like, really, looking at it, obviously subject to change, because who knows can go on a run, but like. Really looking at it, there's only eight good teams in the in the American League.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty easy. It's gonna be I think it's gonna be pretty easy to to, to get our divide between the buyers and sellers. And they've shown in past years uh, that they like to set the market if they can. And obviously yeah. they were they were active at the beginning uh, at the beginning of the season at, the, and, at and at the trade. De- at me, not the deadline, but the uh, spring training starting in that in that condensed period, they made a lot of moves. And I expect that to continue. We saw. Uh, Boy, here's a good a good sign. I think usually as a good team is when everybody you try to sneak through as a DFA gets claimed. That's sort of the beginning of like obviously oh, like, people think pretty highly. Heinemann and Kato both getting claimed off waivers is pretty.
1: Yeah, the Kato one I understood because like I think there is definitely there are Heinemanns, other than just like being a catcher who isn't like god awful behind the plate, which I know is a luxury. I was surprised Heinemann got claimed.
0: Well, sometimes you know there, there probably there's a you know I, who who claimed him again. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh is sort of like yeah, it's a a, a machine washable piece here. It doesn't really matter, and uh, the Blue Jays it sort of lessens their war chest by one, oh, one less. I'm it's one less it. step away from Moreno basically. <laughs> They're just sort of like one less total catcher that that could play on the major <laughs> league team. Sort of forced behind a little bit. Um, Boy, yeah, but yeah, I, 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 I'm, you know, we remain unbothered. I think that sort of remains, a, a staple here. Um, but I would, yeah. again, I would have understood if, if, if the bullpen stuff and if, uh, although I don't even really know, right? Because Bose, Bo's heated up a little bit. I guess Teoscar is scuffled. It's the runners in scoring position thing that continues to be uh, plaguing them and sort of their aggressiveness. Um, Guriel has had some cold spells in the last little bit, where we, it's sort of the same old story when he goes uh, cold. You sort of get it um from the same angle every time is he, he gets a little a lot of his stuff is early count or it's bad pitch and and um you know he's a quick correction that ends up um making a big impact but the the even though he hasn't performed yet really other than the big the big huge home run to dead center uh, Teoscar back I think once he once he gets back and warms up I think that and the addition to Jansen uh the, the options that that gives them in the bottom half of the lineup I think they're about to go on a dangerous run. And I'm I'm going to say optimistic that, that we talk one week, two weeks from now, we're feeling a lot better than we were uh, yesterday.
1: Yeah, and I mean, just looking at sort of what's upcoming for them in terms of going on a run, they have the Mariners right now, then they have three against the Reds, and three against the Cardinals, Angels and White Sox, and Twins is kind of tough. But then you get Royals, you get the Tigers, you get the Orioles, the Yankees again, you get the Brewers, you get the Red Sox. Like there's a lot of, you get Oakland, you get Seattle again. Like There's a lot of not good teams coming up in the next two months for the Blue Jays to stay in the hunt. And yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, I am still mostly unbothered. I definitely felt myself getting closer to being bothered than I had been yet this season, Uh, this past week. I won't lie. But uh, now I'm back and not bothered again.
0: A lot of good pitching, uh, which has been nice. The starting pitching generally, more often than not, has been uh, pretty good, and too, too very good. Um, Jimmy Garcia hasn't exactly, um, you are not thrilled right now to be turning him over to a closer role. That was sort of the situation, and and you know, we both, we're we're pro Simber, and and and, but again, he's another guy that like the more you see him, the the less you sort of want the biggest spots, and more of a guy that sort of tools around in the middle of these games. I don't know that you wanted to be your closer. Um yeah, it, it you they've asked a lot of the bullpen so far in terms of um protecting early uh close games and it would be nice with we just talked about the returns to the lineup. It would be nice to get the offense uh really going for the next month where the bullpen a yeah. little less relied upon and some of these good pitching matchups, you know, it's easier it's easier to leave a guy in from 85 to 100 when he's up versus like when it's when it's 2-1, right? Then you're like, okay, if he gives up anything, we lost this game versus like if you're up a little bit, you can sort of let the guy throw the extra 10 to 15 pitches.
1: Yeah, I know this has sort of been going around in terms of narrative the last little bit, but like they're asking their pitchers to basically be pretty close to perfect every day. Yeah. Right now, and that's not a model for success. But uh you know, it's I it's hard to be I think we saw this last year where the bats were going and the bullpen wasn't. or the, And the starters were going and the bullpen wasn't. And then we talked last year about how if they could just get everything going at the same time, they'd be dangerous. And then they did, and then they had that great back half of the year. And I feel like it's kind of a similar situation here. You know, the bats aren't going right now, but the pitching is and the starters weren't going before, and the bullpen was. And now the starters are starting to get going, and there's been a little bit of bullpen issues, but only in the sense that they've had to be perfect. And, you know, once the bats start going, if that pitching can keep up the level it's at right now, then, you know, they probably have something there.
0: Yeah, so there we have it, some groundbreaking stuff, as long as they pitch and hit well at the same time.
1: play well, and then they'll win.
0: We figured it out, and we believe they
1: will. Score more runs than the (laughs) other team.
0: Consistently, um, but no reason to believe it won't happen. I don't, I, I I remain unfettered, um, unless Springer gets hurt, in which case I want to stop watching. That was sort of my
1: <laughs> reaction I mean,
0: in, in yeah. Tropicana kind of Field. <laughs> the
1: uh, the old uh, if any of one, two, or three go down. Uh, yeah, it's it's head in hands time.
0: Springer. I, I was just waiting for like the typical, it was like Springer is taking Saturday as a precautionary day. <laughs> Sunday. I couldn't,
1: I couldn't believe when he was in center field within a couple of days.
0: Incredible. See, like Sunday, he's available to pinch hit. Monday, he might DH. And then Tuesday, he's running the bases. And Wednesday, 10-day but he'll be back right away. And <laughs> Shut
1: down for two months.
0: 60 days just to make sure they have the extra roster spot. And then it's like, well, they're hoping they'll have Springer back for the, for the playoff run. Like, this is great. I love this. <laughs> 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 but uh, he's back. He's back playing center field. So, uh, a joy. And the lineup, as we said, extended all the time now with Teo and Jano back in the fold. I'm looking forward to it, I think, as I said there. And they get an exciting couple weeks coming up, rumor-wise, and... Uh some some different teams coming through. You named them all off, but nice to see the Angels come through, nice to see uh the twins gonna be some gonna be some fun uh to be had, as it has been to play the Mariners and, and be like, right, not every team is uh these teams that just fucking drain your will to live.
1: Yeah, and I think that, you know, I understand that there's it's easy to make the argument that, well, they have to beat the good teams to be good, which obviously yeah, yeah. is true, but also we can beat them in September. Just get some wins, get relaxed a little bit, stop forcing everything as they were. And then I think those hard games become less hard.
0: I think it's right there for the taking. Uh, Speaking of taking, we're going to take your calls and your texts, your messages on Twitter, at least. uh, On the other side of this. Jake, it's time to uh, go to the mailbag, the digital mailbag. It's time to – what did I say a second ago? I thought I had a good line.
1: Uh, we're taking your texts, taking your calls. Mm.
0: Taking was your, that before the commercial or after? That was before. Mm. You didn't I nailed it there.
1: After. You didn't say anything yeah. after. I went, to, I went to take care of my cat so I didn't hear you.
0: Well, Jake, like I just said, whatever I just said there when I nailed it, um, <laughs> 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 it's time to take your calls and take your – messages uh, on our twitter account at less than J's, or you can call us 833-714-7774 here's a voicemail from there that i have not listened to before the show started hey guys kelly from chicago calling uh i was listening to the aaron hill jays of our lives episode and i'm not so much into baseball as it's currently happening the cubs kind of fucking. who cares and uh, I haven't really gotten into the Blue Jays the way I was hoping your show would maybe uh, get me to. But just a little bit where Zoops talked about not
1: having played second base as a kid made me a little bit nostalgic for the Little League days. And I just wondered if you guys had any
0: other uh, stories of your experiences or something like that. Uh, or even just, I know it's a ways off Zoops, maybe maybe some things you hope your son gets into if uh. he ever uh, chooses to play baseball. Just uh, something about the, the youth sports that I, I miss and have a few years to my daughters ready for it. So, uh Hoping to hear you guys talk a little about your own experiences uh, So I can live vicariously through your past Since I don't remember my own well enough Hey guys First of all <laughs> Let that be a lesson to the rest of you About how to call us I'll say that that's a that's a five star call First of all
1: I enjoy any call that's like Hey uh, Here's a question Also uh, I was hoping your show would be better And I would like it more
0: Okay well <laughs> But also started with started with referencing a Patreon episode, which we love. That's to true.
1: Hear. That's true.
0: So it was like you know, less than the rest of you folks it doesn't even like the Blue Jays. It doesn't even really like baseball. They said doesn't really still, like
1: us. That sounds like we well, couldn't sell, we couldn't enough, sell them on the Blue Jays.
0: An, well, yeah, that's not our fault. Um, <laughs> nice, but nice enough to still subscribe to the, to the content on the Patreon, Patreon.com slash less than Jays. That's true. Uh, so, geez. And then a heartwarming story about him, about both himself and about uh, our Little League days. And then wanted to hear more about both our early lives and the possible development of my son. How about that for a fucking five-star call?
1: I mean, as long as we get stories about uh, young Sam, I'm happy.
0: So, so to start with, with you, Jake, does anything pop into your head, memories of, of Little League that you're either particularly proud of or that, that stick with you in a way that you maybe, uh, now that you think about it, maybe didn't expect at the time?
1: Uh, I don't know about stick with me. I played Little League pretty seriously as a kid. I played uh whatever it was called, Select or All Star or whatever the term was back then, rep, I think they call it in some places. Sure. Uh I do remember my first game playing for whatever you want to call it, Select. Uh and the vast increase in pitching speed. Right. From House League to that and how uh, I didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> like I love playing baseball. Then be like, Oh, pitching's really fast.
0: Now. Right. Now, it, and, now, that, now that it's hard, it's a lot less appealing.
1: Yeah. And just the, like, I remember one kid in the league that was like, yeah, you know, we were all 12, 13. I would have liked to see a birth certificate for this kid. Ah. <laughs> uh, this and, dangerous
0: age for sports, twelve, thirteen. You yeah, either, you've either hit puberty or you haven't. And the kids that haven't, it's a, it's tough sledding out there suddenly playing.
1: Josh Wood, against, I remember his name was
0: I guess mid sized adults. It's tough. Young yeah. adults against children, it's very hard.
1: I remember it was always just like, was that his name? No, that was another kid in, in that was in house league, uh, who was also a good pitcher. I forget this kid's name, but uh, you know you could just you could tell when it was a game coming up against him. Who was always like.
0: Circle the calendar.
1: Fuck. I guess we gotta go do this now.
0: What position did you play on your rep team?
1: North Toronto.
0: No, what what position did you play?
1: Oh, uh, I played third base and second base as a kid.
0: Wow, living my dream. Love it. Uh,
1: And then I got older and I was like, oh man, outfield is way more fun.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna gonna move back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can run sometimes, (laughs) but not all the time. And nothing's coming at me too quickly
0: gonna move back from all the hitting as it turns out years later that i needed glasses so <laughs> <laughs> um i played uh i mean i guess it's fastball not not fastball it was like um windmill we, 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 was a windmill league so was mm. softball i guess not really softball softball is like slow pitch fast, we play, we, f- well,
1: fast pitch i think they call
0: it yeah we played we played fast pitch um I played it up until probably a similar age because like, I remember I remember not being pubescent and playing as pubescent kids and being like, well, this doesn't seem fair anymore. It <laughs> 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 no longer seems like a game that uh, I'm involved in until I grow. Um, yeah, I was started off as a third baseman as well, and then also was like transitioned to to left field slash right field as I, which is to say, I got worse as the people got better. Um, right, and our team went from like. Pretty good locally to a little bit worse because you know, I was worse. <laughs> frankly. <laughs> um my mom would always say that I, I got I got hit multiple times in one game and was never the same. Visibly. You know, I was never the same hitter. Oh, I that. like that. I like that. Yeah.
1: You got psyched out.
0: Yes. I hit, hit in the knee and then I was scared to stride towards the pitch, you see.
1: I get it. Hey, so I, I get would it.
0: step out versus step forward and that's no way to hit. Stepping out of the way with your first instinct every time you're in the plate. I couldn't I couldn't get rid of it. I couldn't get rid of it, Jake, for the life of me. I couldn't get rid of stepping away to start to start my at-bats.
1: I get it. Uh hitting a baseball is insanely hard at like most levels It's the thing. Yeah. I would love to go to like Tough. I'd love to go to a like a batting cage as an adult and just be like, just crank it to like 75 and let's see what it's like. You can do that. I wouldn't that. do I wouldn't well. Like wrong. I would not hit the ball. I'm just curious to as as an like because you know yeah, all our memories of like no. young sports are all skewed anyway I'm curious to yeah. in as an adult and be like oh okay i'm still bad at this cool
0: <laughs> yeah I, I did i tried to do that recently not that not recently a couple of years ago i tried to go to a batting cage and i was like humbled pretty quickly <laughs> yeah. i was like all oh, right i have no sense of timing and i have no swing for an adult body <laughs> Right. Why would I have the Why would I have this skill suddenly? It just doesn't make any sense. I
1: watch baseball all the time. It must uh it must be fine.
0: Bat on ball. Um, we go to the Twitter mailbag. Uh, Chris Hastings asked Noah and Ryu ask you to uh, for a recommendation for a post-game meal. Where would you spend, where would you send them?
1: Ooh. I mean it's you you want it to be something that they haven't had yet. Mm-hmm. You don't like, I'm not going to send Ryu to, you know, a Korean restaurant because he knows better than me. Right. Even though I know, we know that they like that, but uh, that's not what I think. I think I would send them to like, it's been a long time since I knew what the, what the hip restaurants in the city were because I didn't go with them for two but, years. I'm yeah, it, honest.
0: It's been a long time for you. I don't, even, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know what's open. I couldn't, I couldn't even right? tell you to walk oh, around. Exactly. I had no idea.
1: I would send them to uh, – I would send them – if they want a nice meal, I'd send them to Honest Weight, which is a restaurant I like very much that I know is still open because uh, I follow them on Instagram uh, for a nice seafood meal. And if they, and I know that they like their, uh, their big meals and their mm-hmm. lots of meat meals, so I would send them to uh, Earl's Court Barbecue on St. Clair as
0: well. Mm. You had that uh, – there's that um... – awesome i don't even know what kind of restaurant is japanese restaurant i think right, right by your house
1: uh oh uh, goo yeah yeah i don't my, by my old place kinka i think it's called now
0: pardon me yeah pardon yeah me, my yeah old yeah
1: place. Uh, that place is great some fried cheese
0: i don't even know yeah i don't even know what i would do i'm so i'm so out of the fucking loop there uh, porkette i don't even fucking know i have no idea anymore
1: <laughs> yeah i feel like i i went when we were uh, when our friend was in town this weekend, we were uh, we met them at uh, at Sonic Boom on Spadina. And uh, Cassie and I walked from our place t- uh, down there. And I realized how long it had been since I'd been down certain streets in Toronto that are, like, major streets. I used to go on all the time, like Queen West, mm-hmm. walking down and being like, oh, this place is still here. This place is gone. That's where this place I've heard about is. Uh, it's crazy how the pandemic... Like, it makes sense. But like, the pandemic completely... Uh, sapped my knowledge of that kind of stuff
0: um, yeah I guess I would be like Avenue Open Kitchen they probably, probably they probably know about King's Banana get a Reuben sandwich yeah they probably already know about it um, I, see, I see. I used to see Charlie Montoya jogging around there so I think they probably know about it <laughs> uh, guys you know me I'm all in for Colin says Peter Shepard but is it time for me to backtrack on Zach <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah
0: he served per- he he, his time. They needed him for the yeah. time that Jansen wasn't there.
1: He did what he needed to do, uh, which is fine. Uh, but I also think that our predictions that he would not be on the roster come mid-June are probably accurate.
0: Won them a couple games, which is all you can really ask for.
1: Yeah, and I mean, look, he, it wasn't an abject failure, I'll say that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I think the Collins train is uh, pulling out of the station a little bit.
0: Um... Andrew Robertson says, asks us: um, Beyond seeing the Jays, are there any players and teams you will prioritize in getting down to the dome to see this summer? I don't even know what my. I don't even know about. I mean, I would like to come in. I don't even know right now what what part of my year it makes sense for me to be in there. And who I would see? Who I would want to see? Uh,
1: yeah, I think as someone who lives downtown still and can go, uh, I'd love to see the Angels. Yeah, that's um, so the only team see, I could think about. Love to see Shohei and Trout. Um, you know, uh, this weekend if I go, I'm not even though they're a disaster. I'm not not excited about seeing the Reds. Love to see Hunter Green, or and always love to see Joey Votto.
0: Um, are <laughs> Reds. What a what a scene. Uh, yeah. Let me. can so see, see Votto, here.
1: and the Jays will probably win. So.
0: Yes, that is that is it's a double like. Um. Yeah, I I think you're I think you're right. Um I always end up going when the when the I wouldn't mind going to the Phillies in mid July. A couple of games against the Phillies in mid July. See Bryce Harper would be pretty cool. I just hate um the Yeah. And uh it's always boy, fun you, it's always yeah.
1: fun to go see the see the rivals.
0: Yeah. And you yes. will, uh, you're right about the Angels. The Angels late August. Maybe that's realistic, late August, late August.
1: That's a good one. Um Yeah. Who else, I don't know. Uh, go Boo, Texas,
0: not really interested in going to see Texas.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who, um, we, we got the Central this year for Interleague? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I'd see the Brewers, it, I like the Brewers. It,
0: already tell you, Roddy Tell us a big round of applause for being the best player in baseball. We'll I say. have to. Um, Adam T with the last one, blue is not a note. Almost like I shouldn't answer this, but I will do it, we'll put it behind the paywall. Yes, uh good questions good good mailbag i think that's all of them my phone, my phone died if i missed one i think you're right um oh ryan asks uh it appears some of my beloved Mariner, mariners don't believe in vaccinations my question do you do you believe that blue jays have a new form of home field advantage with unvaccinated schmucks staying stateside for series in toronto um it's only a competitive advantage Sorry, in you
1: you kind of saying that one would you say
0: uh basically Ryan from Seattle from Vancouver is asking, he's a, he's a Mariners fan. He said some of his uh beloved Mariners decided not to get vaccinated like Trumps. Do you think the Jays have a new competitive advantage with unvaccinated schmucks not being allowed to cross the border?
1: Uh I guess technically, but also like good.
0: <laughs> uh and I would say not really, because they were pretty vocal that like that means they can't sign unvaccinated players. Yeah, right?
1: that's also true.
0: I mean, look
1: at one of the big Mariners' signings this offseason.
0: Yeah. Uh, not to name Crazy days. talk. Um, so, yeah, it's a competitive disadvantage. It's a competitive advantage, I guess, in that way. But um, it also lessened the pool of players they could pick from. But not by much, from what I can tell.
1: Yeah. Why and, you guys in the whole league? Uh, if it is a competitive advantage, uh, good. Get a shot, you giant, rich babies. That's what say. <laughs> I'm pretty... Feeling pretty good about my uh, fuck Robbie Ray stance that I adopted. I didn't realize I it was that strong. It wasn't. Now it is.
0: Uh, I didn't realize it was all the way at fuck him.
1: I mean, if he's an uh, un- un- unvaxxed weirdo, then yeah.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Jake, what did we do to close this show out last week?
1: I think we gave uh, unqualified life advice, but I can't remember if that was actually what we did to close it or if that was just a mailbag question.
0: I think that was the idea. Did you like that or did you want something to do something else?
1: I mean, I just feel like I'd, I'd, I feel like it's one of those things where I need, like, a prompt. Right. Someone like, so, It's like when someone's like, tell me a story. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I need you to ask me. Like, give me something.
0: The mind only thing.
1: Yeah. What do you want should, I, should
0: we start? Should we start saving a mailbag question for the like the, I don't know.
1: Should it just be should should the end of the show just be us discussing what we should do for the end of the show?
0: I like that so far as a, as a format.
1: It's like, I may and if you if you people have any ideas.
0: Yeah, let us know what you think the end of the show should be because this is it's hard, man. It's hard Kind up with ideas.
1: Well, like we could keep we could keep doing takes, but like they're they we're wrong all the time.
0: And I, we're not really, we don't really peddle in the hot take market. No. What were we, what were we gonna no. do? What were we gonna do? Clip out, clip out the part of the show where we give our hot takes, and then make a video where our words go up on the screen as we talk. And maybe,
1: like, maybe we should. Maybe that maybe. Probably, the secret probably To our success is maybe we should just go full dangle.
0: Well, if by that you if, if by that you mean like a try marketing even a little. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we be should be strategic p- about how the show is produced. <laughs> <laughs> if that's Instead
1: what you of mean pressing, by that, just pressing, pressing record and saying go. No. Maybe-
0: Adding fucking video or or well, yeah, but also like I don't know, yeah. Listen, it it's it, it, factual is sort of that sort of stuff. Um, helps people see and hear us, no question.
1: It's true. What do the people want? What do they want? What do you guys want from us?
0: But what the fuck are we... What the fuck, who's going to make that? Fucking me? You? I don't think so.
1: No, no, I'm not suggesting we do that. I'm just suggesting for a last one of the show. I'm asking the masses. Yes, what, what
0: you, is the last... Yeah.
1: What do, you guys want, what do you guys want to close the show out with?
0: And don't tell us to close it out with... Jake's idea of adding production value, because that's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> what would you like for the end of the show that requires us to not change the amount of effort we put into the show?
0: Maybe trivia maybe they want trivia maybe they they want
1: want... we could become a we could become a gambling show that's popular now
0: i don't think that it is
1: sponsored (laughs) sponsored by slurp bets
0: well listen if you say say that as if as if as if a gambling company offered us money tomorrow you wouldn't be
1: (laughs) take it if a cigarette company offered us tomorrow i would take it
0: (laughs) um i don't even know that i don't even know that it it's one of those things with sports betting content that I think at this point, uh, I don't know that adding it to a show it adds anything anymore. Right. Are you
1: suggesting perhaps the market is oversaturated?
0: Well, I just think like um there are obviously people that care about that sort of stuff and I and I get it. And uh there's just like you basically it has to be part of everything now. So I think now not having gambling content is going to be having gambling content.
1: It's true. What although we could produce the worst commercial you've ever seen for it.
0: I believe we could do that.
1: That seems to work. People seem to. That seems to be very popular these days.
0: Um, so I don't think it's a gambling segment. I don't think it's. No. It's obviously not a hot take if we don't peddle in hot takes. Trivia is not
1: bad. Trivia is not. Trivia is
0: not bad. Trivia about about the show or about like baseball.
1: I feel like just have to be like, yeah, general. I guess it could backfire though if we ask each other questions and we just like don't know.
0: Oh God! Each other? No, no, no.
1: Oh, you think we should get questions from from the?
0: People? <sighs> yeah. See, the, now what do you mean? Right, right? What do you mean by trivia? Right? It's sort of the right. background becomes right, like. Right, right. Are we asking the audience trivia and they answer it? Or is it trivia to us from the audience? Is the trivia me asking you, you asking me?
1: Oh, I kind of like. I kind of like asking them.
0: Yeah, that's what I assumed you meant.
1: We we toss out a question and then they have to give us an answer for next week, and we say how many people got it.
0: We hid that once. Remember the original... Like the old show, no, we hid. If you remember. made it, if you made it this deep in the show, give us your favorite Blink One Eighty Two link. Earlier. Oh, remember that's that?
1: right. Yes, I do.
0: You could do something like that. You could. That's not good. I like. We could like hide that. an Easter egg. You got, you got an Easter egg for the yeah, people.
1: Yeah, Easter egg hunt. It's April. No, it's May. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I the, think that. I think. I think we're we're getting close now.
0: The Easter egg hunt. Okay. So what is what's is it going to be this week? Um. All
1: right, if you made it. This far, okay, yeah. If you made it this far in the show, and you're still listening, uh, I'm gonna we're gonna start it easy because I'm tired, and uh, I'm gonna go off what we just said. Tell us uh, your favorite My Chemical Romance song, <laughs> and if you don't have one, just tell us that.
0: Okay, yeah, I like that. I hope to uh, I hope to get some answers to that. Uh, very specific, but. Um, you're, probably, you're probably nailing the demographic more than I even want to admit. So.
1: They, they started their... It was, a, it was a big topic in the group chat today because they uh, they started their tour yesterday. They finally and, did it. And we, from... we have had tickets in our group chat to see them in Toronto for two years now.
0: I was so. going to say, My Chemical Romance tour is from the, from the before times.
1: Yeah, they played exactly one show and then the pandemic happened.
0: I was like, we were talking about that in person, in places. That's how yes. long ago that was. Yeah. Uh, so it's
1: finally starting. So it's been a big topic today, so it's on my mind. So that's all.
0: So if your favorite MCR song, uh, or if you wanted to drop a lyric from the song, do that. Do that too.
1: Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll work on this last segment. I
0: think. Yeah, this is a little. It, I mean, it's easier to just say tell us something than it is. Call, we'll call it the reverse you know, mailbag. It's reverse what, mailbag. You know what?
1: No, no. We should do. What's that? We should start this as an ongoing segment. Let's call this uh, Brainstorm Month. Yeah. That's the next four episodes. We'll do a different final segment.
0: Right, because I have, I have one I like. I have, I have one I like that, I'll, that I think I'll introduce next week that, so I'm, that, that I wanted to have from the start of the show, but I forgot. I keep forgetting to implement. Let's try so, that
1: next week, and then we'll try a bunch of different ones, and then we will decide. The people don't get to decide, because it's our show. Yeah. But we will so, decide what we like doing best.
0: So, so far, so far, the, it's, it's unqualified advice. Yeah. Take this to your grave. We did that first. Yeah. Uh, Easter egg. This week This week, we're calling, we're calling this Easter egg hunt.
1: Yeah, and then, then, we'll, then we'll think of a few more.
0: I I have one for next week, and then we'll we'll fans can tweet in what they think the final segment should be, and we'll do we'll do we'll raffle off some fans choice ones last week, and then we'll figure out which one we like the best. I like
1: that. Yeah, I think that's the way to go.
0: Beautiful. That is it. Also, uh, that was <laughs> one of your... the
1: options also just us planning the show.
0: Yeah, or I, the the extra option is we continue to make it a brainstorm.
1: Right. And we just, we just talk about it. That every, becomes the bit every week yeah, without ever finding a solution.
0: I mean, that'd either. be funny forever, right? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't get, <laughs>
1: maybe it'd be like the rake bit though. It would, it would be funny for sure. Be, and then in like three months, it would be funny again.
0: The only danger is the, the not funny one would be like week two, right? It'd be pretty quickly not funny.
1: <laughs> and like, I don't know if we're at a place in our podcast listenership to be able to actively drive people away.
0: Roll the dice like this. Yeah, we yeah. do it a little bit every week, so do what you can. Uh, that is it for <laughs> another episode of Less the Jays. If you can't stand it and you need more, patreoncom Less the Jays. You get extra episodes. The Aaron Hill episode, the caller this week. I like that our our, uh,
1: our Easter eggs now, is our link to our Patreon. If you've made it this far, you get the... <laughs> for the love of God. If you made it this far, go to the
0: Patreon. Uh, and this week, extra, we ranted about Toronto sports media this week on the on the Patreon uh, mailbag and some more fatherhood stuff uh, in the opening segment, which like which I call catching up. Their first segment, effectively. I like it. I like it. Uh, that is it for another episode. We will catch you folks uh, around later on this week and next week, and of course on the Patreon. That is uh, that is it. Thank you so much for being a part of Weston Chase.